Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Today's episode is going to be on action versus neutrality. What that means, what we should do, what we should not do. And it comes on the heels of me making a public statement about that uh, mentally unstable woman that uh, has attacked me for years. Uh, and then the deeper meaning, the spiritual meaning on on why that happens, what it's about, when to take action. And it really started, or this realization came to me, and that's why created this podcast for it because many of us you know are say sucked up in this paradigm that this this quote says it all the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing uh, it was either Edmund Burke or John Stuart Mill now there's a controversy on who said it whose quote it is and at at the conscious level or the physical level that we're, we're at, it doesn't really matter. But as we go to higher and higher frequencies, those little details, by the way, would matter. Okay, And that's really part of the thesis that I'm going to be talking about in this, in this podcast. What we're going to do is uh, debunk the theory on doing nothing is misguided. And we've all heard of that, or or what we, what some some people go well virtue, uh, the virtue of neutrality, right? Uh, where we look the other eye, we 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 go to higher grounds and we do nothing, we look away, um, we don't get involved. And why that's to say a detriment, or has been a detriment to society, uh, why we turn the other cheek, right? All those sayings. Right, um, and then even worse, it's like, well, they've had you know bad childhood. They've been tormented, so we should love them or say send love frequencies to those individuals. You know, those again, we're going to go through all those phases and we're going to debunk each one and why it's detrimental and thus the state of say human consciousness. Okay, so. Um, There's a lot of deeper understandings on spiritual beliefs of neutrality that we don't understand, but we just do blindly. Uh, when to act, when to not to act. Uh, and even in power versus force, uh, the God view of neutrality it would be enabling. So what's the definition or why would the God view of neutrality be enabling? And then last and foremost, why I finally took action and then, as a result, uh, the adult bullying series that we've uh, started to design to neutralize situations, negative situations in our lives that distort us, misguide us, uh, pull us away from our natural intent or drag us down. Okay. So, The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Okay, the reason why that's really a lot of BS is that, and I'll, the spiritual version, again, like I said, is to turn the cheek and so on like that. We take away the spiritual version or the, the notion that, you know, we're going to go on higher grounds and it's better for us. Okay, But at a deeper level, what that really means, and this came became so clear to me, is that, 
you know, if you combat evil versus evil, like a lot of countries do here, right? What do they do? Uh, a country is evil, uh, and then we're going to fight against that country to to combat it and squelch evil. Well, what happens is the same thing. Evil still progresses. Evil still wins in that situation. Uh, I was reading a story, the Einstein prophecy, where uh, Einstein gets taken over by this evil spirit. Um, and in 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 towards the end, uh, I don't want to ruin, ruin the whole story, but it's an amazing story, by the way. Uh, again, it's called the Einstein prophecy. Um, Einstein goes, oh, so because he had he had doubt. It's like, well, if I don't, if the good guys don't invent the atom bomb, then the bad guys will, and then evil will reign. Um, so I might as well invent it first. Right for the good guys, uh, and the evil entity that had say, almost possessed Einstein said, "Well, it doesn't matter uh, which side uh, has the atom bomb. Uh, our purpose has has begun. Our purpose is fulfilled." So it really impacted me because it's in the same scenario. It doesn't matter what you do or not you do. Uh, the purpose of evil or the purpose of of control has begun. It doesn't matter what you do or don't do, and that's the key, and that's what most people get sucked into that trap. They think it's a spiritual enlightenment practice not to do anything and stay neutral. But for the most part, most people, when they force themselves to stay neutral, it's not the consciousness, it's not what you're doing that's affecting it. Just like anything else, it's not what you're doing. It's not how you're going on a date, uh, how you're creating a business, how you're making money, um, uh, how you're making love, or anything that matters in this physical realm. Anything that happens in this physical realm, it does not matter. It's the existence or the totality of your consciousness on why you're doing the, what you're doing in this reality. Nobody seems to understand that. Uh, nobody seems to understand why people want to become successful. Nobody seems to understand why uh, the deeper reasons or the deeper mythology of your spirit wanting to, say, do nothing. And in a lot of cases, unfortunately, the idea or concept that we've turned into, say, a spiritual enlightenment or a spiritual endeavor where we don't do nothing comes from a state of being abused or distorted or controlled at a spirit level. If you look at those individuals who take the higher road, and again I've worked on tens of thousands, maybe more, uh, throughout my career, helping people transform. Every time that I've seen this pattern where people take the higher road and do nothing, those individuals have been, say, abused, distorted, controlled. They don't know anything else to do. They've given up because they're weak inside. And it's not that they're weak inside, like physically weak, although that's what they see, that's what they portray. It's because that they're weak at a spirit level. They've been conditioned so, so drastically, lifetime, lifetime, and lifetime again, that, well, it's just like that elephant that gets raised, you know, when they're um, elephants, when they're baby elephants, they have this huge chain around their, their legs. 
uh, and they can't they can't walk away they they're chained to this huge post right otherwise they could easily you know pull that out uh, and then over time they understand right they get conditioned that they can't break away so as they grow into adulthood what happens as is that they have this little stick that could be easily pulled away with this tiny rope that could be easily broken uh, but as soon as that elephant feels that tug on their leg they stop it's the same objective we've been trained so deeply in our psyche we've been trained in our culture in our family structure lifetime after lifetime culture um, 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 generation after generation after generation just to, to hold that in or be controlled or abused and then we've turned it into because we can't do anything else about it right what do you do when you can't do anything else about it you just take it and like taking it honorably right that's the same thing here we take it honorably it doesn't work it just does not work okay? and for the most part like I said we 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 act upon being neutral just like being politically correct right we're so inundated by being politically correct but on the inside what do we do we're still thinking the same damn thoughts about you know that black person or that Chinese person and again I'm just naming out I'm, I'm not against I'm very neutral and I'll explain what neutral means to me the EI process rather than what neutral means to most people um, but we hold that grudge, we hold that hatred, the, the, you know, the abuse patterns, the, the venomous, say, acts towards those individuals. Still, although we act outwardly as a neutral state, it doesn't work that way. It's your internal value structure that happens, that, that causes, say, movement in the human consciousness. It's all about human consciousness. It's not your actions. And I say this again, it's not your actions that causes, say, that change in human consciousness or that elevates you into another higher consciousness. It's the thought process behind, and this is where humanity gets stuck. It's been recycling the same damn thing over and over and over and over again. Where good men do nothing, because it's the high road, and then what happens as at a conscious level? Not a damn thing. We recycle it. So overall, uh, we're getting abused over and over and over. And still, we start to take that abuse even more because then, well, we don't do nothing because we're good men, we're good people. It doesn't work that way. So in short, what this is about and this is that enlightening factor when I read this it's like holy shit it's not about doing nothing it's about doing nothing or it's about doing the same thing or let me put it clearly it's about not doing the same thing that your attacker or abuser uh, is doing that's a spiritual value that's where that value comes from it's not about doing nothing it's a huge say awakening or epiphany if you think about it again when I go back and go well you know this one country is invading the other country 
right? They bring in, they fight to create neutrality or peace in that country. If you look back in history, whether it's religious values, political systems, um, your, your marital affairs, whatever it might be, right? When you're fighting to bring in peace, does peace ever come? It never does. And this is the reason why. Because you're trying to solve the problem you're trying to overcome the problem with the problem. By the way, as a side note, the interest rate on the debt, on the debt that America owes, can never be paid because you're paying money from the money that's been created. Does that make sense? You can never repay that interest back. That's why everything gets more expensive, but that's another podcast in the future coming up um, but coming back to this situation that's why nothing ever works out and that's why good men or intelligent men go well we don't do nothing because at the level of consciousness if you're fighting that level of consciousness at the same level it's a good strategy to do nothing because evil begets evil so and that's why you for a long time for me it took me I don't know two years this crazy woman has been attacking me for two years again we took the high road didn't say anything and and again most people will go you're right don't do anything you know you're not going to give it energy you're not going to give it force but this woman she she breathes she breeds on that just like the evil the distortions of control that breed upon you at a human consciousness level that breed upon all of us this consciousness of control that breeds and multiplies just like a virus when you don't do anything so what do you do then and that's where it's time for us to say stand up do something different and that difference came to me is that well what's the solution then so the solution that we came up with is that we start to break down the patterns and start to awaken people on how, say, abuse or control, or in this case, adult bullying happens, right? We start to break down, say, the mechanics, the details on how adult bullying happens, whether it's in religious systems, whether it's in business systems, relationships, political systems, you know, country to country, or in this case, bullying. Did you know that over 40% of the people on social media get bullied? So why does that have to happen? We're not going to get into the logistics. That's in the bullying series. But what are the solutions? What do we do? What we did is we rose above the problem. We're not solving the problem at the level that the problem has been created. We're not fighting evil at the level of uh, at the level of where the evil is okay, whether it's in physical form uh, like this woman or at a uh, say etheric level right another presence uh, you can't get rid of that consciousness fighting it in fact as you know the more you fight it the more you get entangled in it the more you get tarnished in it the more you get damaged from it and again in that scenario the quote exists with purity and it works but to completely eliminate it so it doesn't spread like wildfire like it has and it and it's literally controlling the consciousness of humanity 
Okay. Um, Hitler might have been gone a long time ago. His consciousness still exists within us. That consciousness did not die off. The consciousness, the same consciousness that this unstable woman attacks me, is the identical pattern of the consciousness of Hitler. So clearly, uh, again, some of the strategies that she uses, but if you look at some of the strategies that other bullies use, it's the same consciousness, just at different levels. So we have to rise above that level, again, by starting to understand the mechanics and then when we once we start to understand the mechanics on why say people or consciousness exist or why realities the deeper realities exist just like many of you in your life if you've seen it right as you've worked with me through the 21 days or the podcast or anything like that there's an enlightening factor it's like that aha moment that comes through and you go holy shit that's why that happened to me and then as soon as you start to realize the mechanics of maybe the truth, and we'll explain the details on how you realize the mechanics so we can do it even faster, what happens? That consciousness does not control you anymore. It just literally falls apart. It just disappears. So in that instance, yes, physically we don't do nothing However, we've risen ourselves to a higher frequency above the consciousness that we're at where that evil can, say, destroy us. So it's not about doing nothing. It's not about being neutral. It's about rising to a higher level and freeing yourself. Because whatever level of frequency that you say, entertain or live in, is where you'll be at. You'll get affected by whatever is at that level. But now we raise ourselves to a much, much, much grander level. And one, that existence cannot thrive on us. It cannot feed on us when we don't do nothing. It just can't. It can't latch onto us like many of you found out. People who have been like sucking the life out of you, they can't anymore. Why does that happen? Because you've risen yourself to a higher frequency. Simple as that. You did a lot. Doesn't mean that you did nothing. But you took that effort to rise to a higher level. I've taken that effort to rise to a higher level. And now, again, so that public statement, like unlike other public statements, but in the most part, most public statements that people make when people get defamed, right? is that, hey, I am innocent and this is the reason why X, Y, and Z. In fact, we were going to release a podcast on all the atrocities that this crazy woman uh, has talked about and go, no, this isn't true, this isn't true, this isn't true. But then that goes into the same frequency. So although I tried to get to do it, some of the lawyers said to do it, I just couldn't get to do it. It just couldn't work for me, and now I understand the reason why. To so follow that instinct that's awakening in you, by the way. And then the real solution came when it was time. Like, well, hey, we'll rise above it, and now the public statement is an anchoring that, yes, I've risen above it. And 
and to all those that have written up and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and we keep getting more and more support so thank you so that's your say concept that is your awakening that is say that call uh, to victory to justice that I've blown that whistle for and many of you and a ton of you are coming up it's like yes finally someone is doing something about say this bullying so I applaud to all those individuals who and many more that are coming forward we're actually doing it the proper way so standing still there's no regret there should be no remorse there should be no guilt on that okay? and I'll tell you a story that's very touching uh, that uh, on a woman that I worked on um, so once you rise above like I said okay, and then you start to notice the mechanics on how those filters work that evil has no clutch upon you and not only erodes that evil connection with you but like for many of you when I decided to make that statement and then you many of you wrote in did you notice that you feed yourself of that bond that that bond of tyranny that that you yourself was bound by I was just a reflection of my distortions and you were a reflection of your distortions but once we again can disconnect it as a group notice how freeing that is it's not just about us either this is a ripple effect this is how evolution really happens when we free ourselves and there's going to be thousands and thousands more especially with the bully series coming up um, you know as our cause or our mission of high performance consciousness comes about it's amazing how many people have say been attracted towards us because they start to see the light like before like we didn't do nothing because we didn't know what to do now it's like we've got a direction and that direction is not fighting back the old way it's not it's got nothing to do with that right it's about say standing strong and complete and calling out what's what needs to be called out it's totally different this is where we can't get controlled at a personal level say your spouse your kids your dog uh, whatever that controls you and then all the way up to your employees or your employers um, the justice system the law uh, the government system uh, the the financial system the religious systems you start to push back on those say religious systems that have gotten out of hand uh, many people think that I'm against religion I'm, I'm no I'm not uh, I'm far from it but I urge you to push back like you will now in its proper form okay? you're gonna and you watch you're gonna start to push back and start to ask questions on why the religious system say doesn't work the way it should if you're not getting the same results as a Jesus a Buddha or Muhammad or whatever you believe in then it's wrong and it's not your fault again I'm not against these religions I'm against the way the words of those great individuals got distorted so you're gonna stand up you're not gonna take say the garbage that's been given to you in any form
and you're not going to fight. That's the amazing thing about this. Like many of you, have you noticed, like, say, in your, say, spousal arguments and so on, do you notice that you've risen to a higher level? Do you notice that you don't have to fight? You don't have to argue to keep your, to keep your respect? They just respect you. They might hate you for it, but they do respect you. They have to find another way. They have to change to hang out with you. That's real, say, justice. That's real strength. And the more they push on you, the stronger that you get. Isn't that amazing? All the while, how, many, how much time, how, much, how many centuries have we spent trying to be in a peaceful state, a peaceful nation? hasn't worked. It's gotten worse. We've just gotten better tools to kill ourselves and to, to what to command peace. Again, it doesn't work. But look at this new method. We awaken to a higher consciousness. It takes work because we've been enveloped in it. We've been compressed for so long. But now, right, we've broken free from that, from those shackles. And now nobody can bond us. Nobody can destroy us. That consciousness, say a Hitler consciousness, there's other frequencies, but again, let's just group it in and label it as a Hitler consciousness. That can exist, that can, can exist no more. In fact, I tapped into Hitler once and um, said, you know what, you know, many people hate me, but if it wasn't for me, it'd be somebody else. And then what he said, you know, even after I died, that consciousness still exists. Look at the way people control people. Look at the way people abuse people. So you're just doing it in an ulterior faction that nobody knows about. So think about that. And then he said, you know, you should actually thank me for bringing it out in the open to see it so grotesquely but unfortunately nobody woke up from it so is the shame upon me or is the shame upon say the humanity that didn't wake up from that heinous uh, heinous situation which brings me to a beautiful story by the way so you think about that why we didn't wake up brings me to a beautiful story uh, this woman she asked me uh, in a private um, industrial group healing the IGHs. Uh, she asked me, "It's like, Moss, you know, was in Jesus's time, was I in Jesus's time, where was I the woman that f um, gave water ch to Jesus before he uh, got nailed to the cross?" Somebody had told her that. And then I said, no. No, you weren't. However, you were in that procession line watching Jesus be nailed to the cross. You were a young child, a young boy. And you were looking around 
and you were looking at the masses of people that had followed Jesus to get to watch and to hang not to hang but to get crucified in that respect and you were looking around with tears in your eyes and you were wondering of your adults of your adults that you follow model citizens right that would do almost anything for Jesus or for his mission and you were looking around this hundreds and hundreds of people and you're going why aren't they doing anything about this and that's what was say kept um, her life from progressing forward because she was still in that guilt so if you go back in time that guilt of not doing nothing literally originates I wouldn't say completely originates from that, but it's a progression on us standing still, knowing that we should do something, say, as a child, right? We should do something, but then we get frozen not to do it. For some reason, what is that reason? It's that consciousness that says, no, don't, so we can infiltrate you even more. It's that time when fear comes in so strongly that you're going to get abused. It's like a deer in a headlight. It's been written so deeply in us, ingrained so deeply in us that basically it says when you get abused, distorted, controlled, you do nothing. So that saying, do nothing, that's where it originates, that's the original frequency that comes through. So in her scenario, the woman, because I read the woman, uh, I said, well, thank God you weren't that woman that gave her, gave Jesus the last say, cup of water. And by the way, I don't believe he died on the cross, but that's something else as well. But that woman that, 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 um, gave him that last drink. I tapped into her and I actually freed her for that distress of watching, say, your Savior right, be on the cross and you can't do anything about it. You know, when you see something so tragic and you see it and you can't do anything about it, especially, uh, say, as a kid, right? although she was a woman, um, what do you do? You go into this mental disarray, this mental anguish, and, it, and you can't get out of it. It's in that muscle memory. That woman that say, gave Jesus that last cup of water stayed in that space of disillusionment, say, that terror of watching, again, the Savior. She never got out of it until the moment that this lady came about. Maybe that's why the IGH was there, to free her from that space. She stayed in that timeless moment. And that happened a long time ago. Or 2,000 years ago, right? It's a timeless space. So freeing her from that space allows, again, the reason why I say this is that it, it allows you free 
it allows you to free you from that frozen state of doing nothing where say abuse or distortions control will start to enhance you will start to motivate you to go forward and that's what this mission that's what this public statement is about to help you out what we're going to do is we're going to do um, a lot of free calls to go into the mechanics so we understand and by the way it's not just about people who get hated on or bullied it's on it's about the other side people who are controlled by this consciousness to bully so it's for the both sides because we need to help those people who are say under control of a con of this consciousness right rather than just protecting people we're going to eliminate that consciousness again this isn't about protection this is about elimination so this hater series coming up if you have any comments questions or stories that you'd like to share or even if you want to get say interviewed on how you've bullied and how we can do uh, I can get we can do the mechanics on how bullies work or getting bullied work or why you bully uh, we'll take the we will take your story apart see the mechanics so we get to go oh that's why it happens so it never happens again because you know once the truth comes forward it's pretty hard to go back and get controlled by the lies So as we end, let's just take about five minutes. And I know I haven't done this in a long time. Um, close off with a meta healing. Uh, but I'd like to come back to it. Many people got a lot of benefits, especially from this one. Let's take a deep breath in. Just notice where you are. Notice the space if you're new. Just doesn't matter. If you're new, just notice how you're sitting, standing, lying down, whatever is providing you that support, a bed, a chair, the floor, whatever it might be. And then take a deep breath in, connecting with the mastermind. And it's a strong mastermind, especially the last few days, the last few weeks. We're all coming together uniting as one not to lose our identities but take confidence to be our complete unique self because we have support proper support and then a strong breath in again asking ourselves how do I connect to pure source even stronger Again, that question if you've never heard it before how do I connect to pure source even stronger by the way it's not nothing outside of you it's that internal purity that you have so if you want to ask it another way it's nothing religious or spiritual you're asking yourself how do I connect to my purest potential stronger 
this is where become a gladiator and again it's not about knocking down your foe it's not about destroying things it's about standing so strong and it's about standing for the right to stand strong to be independent without any control It's about sustaining yourself. Not destroying others to sustain yourself. So as I help you embrace the strength that you are Embrace the confidence to stand and consciously, spiritually, etherically do something thus allowing your physical actions that human consciousness in another direction. Noticing your spine. As we take a deep breath in, that strength in your backbone comes in and standing strong, standing tall and helping you imbue the frequencies the strength of your awakened spirit I want to ask you something. As you notice the expansion of your chest, that confidence, your shoulders, that look in your eye, would your spirit, your awakened spirit, take any shit from anybody? Again, it's not about fighting back the conventional way. It's about honoring yourself at such a high level that you don't even allow that consciousness to exist or that question can even come up.
strong, confident breath in again, strengthening the spine, standing strong. As you stay in this space, I promised a couple things that I didn't deliver, so just talk about it now as you stay in this space, as you notice your natural instincts to be your best possible self. Basically, your ego in its proper state, EI ego, exponential intelligence, definition of ego. the Jesus story that I talked about. In that session, and again it was a most amazing session, whenever you have, say, the frequency of the man Jesus come through, I mean, you literally have to bow. Um, let's see if I can bring that in, by the way, as I talk about that consciousness that came in. Let's just, just take a deep breath in. And again, it's not the religion. Far from, far, far, far from it. It's the purity of a single man. As a note, does not degrade the consciousness of Buddha, or Muhammad, or Abraham, or Moses, or any of those. It's the same thread. It's the same vein. It's the same consciousness. To finish off that story, that consciousness of Jesus came through as of explaining, say, that guilt that was built within this woman and everybody else who, say, witnessed that experience. And again, just think, that guilt is so deeply ingrained in us, it's embedded, it, it literally has changed the DNA structure. Say, there's thousands of people that experience that situation so deep of a tragedy. Those people propagate, have kids. That distortion is embedded within every DNA. It's like you get your hair color, eye color. You get that guilt as well. But what that consciousness said to me was that there should be no guilt for what you did not do. It is not your place. 
although we carry that burden upon our backs. By the way, that guilt wasn't Jesus' mission. It was that consciousness way before that found a path to control. So as we take a deep breath in and go deeper, you know, just keep that consciousness of Jesus. No matter what religion or non-religion or atheist you are, it doesn't matter. You can always learn from a fantastic, beautiful man right, with a high-level intelligence. In the book, Power Versus Force, the godly view of uh, neutrality is enabling. Again, enabling uh, a negative, say, connotation, right? Where you're an enabler, you allow things, other people to control you, or uh, you're enabling, say, incongruent behaviors in your kids or whoever. So the reason why it's at that level in power versus force, and authors might not even know it, is that neutrality in this case is not about not doing anything, not taking the high road. Neutrality is not having any judgment on what you experience. So you say you see somebody like a beggar on the street and you just see a beggar on the street there's no judgment he's poor it's a state of society somebody should do something about it he might rob us all those things you see it as it is it's like you'd see a brown uh, I'm sorry a red flower you might see its beauty so you might see the beauty in that beggar But when you have no judgment, it allows you to be free, and then it allows you to expand beyond the limited possibilities of your consciousness, because judgment literally is a filter on what you hold to be true or not true, or whatever that you're judging. So when there's no judgment or neutral in this definition, just imagine all the other possibilities that you don't even know about come into your life, like many of you have experienced. That's because you're in that neutral state. That's that godly view, as the book Power Versus Force puts it. I know a lot of lo a lot of you love this space. It's a nurturing, loving space. By the way, that Jesus frequency is very different than what you see in church. 
or any other religion or any other idea of love. So note it, acknowledge it, feel it, live it. Go ahead and keep you in this space. And as always, as we end, notice what you notice. And then start noticing, really start noticing the details of what and why you're noticing what you are.